Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, and analysis with attitude. Why? Because you're smarter than the average fan. TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. It's Patrick O'Dell. You straight punk bitch! I mean, you're just gonna replace me. Shut up! Brenda Morales. The biggest slut in the Western Hemisphere. Why do I have to have a buzzer? You are now and will forever be an asshole. Because it's my show. And I love you, Greg. You guys know how to party. You're welcome. What is up? It is a Tuesday night in the world of professional wrestling. And I mean, you know, some stuff is going on. A lot of stuff is going big on. Big day. Big, big day, day in professional wrestling. Big day in professional Huge wrestling. Day. Monumental will be remembered for generations to come. This day in professional. This day, by the way, as we record this, Tuesday night, January 10th, 2023. On the Greg DeMarco Show. My name is Greg DeMarco. His name, you've already heard his voice, is Patrick O'Dowd. He's the Wrestling Realist. You can follow him on the Twitter, at Wrestling Realist. You know how that goes. It's W-R-E-S-T-L-N-G-R-E-A-L-I-S-T. You did not mishear me. For there is indeed no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist. Now, there's normally an I in wrestling. But for the purposes of Patrick's Twitter handle, there is no I in wrestling, but there is one in Realist. Now, there is one in Patrick because he's the wrestling realist, Patrick O'Dowd. Patrick, it, it's, it's, it's like I said, like you said, like we've all said, a day that will live on in wrestling history forever is where we forever. are. I, by the way, don't have an I in my Twitter handle either. 
at Greg DeMarco 44. The website's at ChairShot Media. It's thechairshot.com where we remind you to, to, to pull something out of your ass so you can always use it. It's your head. Thechairshot.com. Always use your head. Follow along at thechairshot.com. The show streams there. The show streams on your favorite platforms like iTunes, Spotify, iHeart, Google Play. So many more. Like, subscribe, leave that five-star review. Tell a friend. Do whatever you want to do. We definitely do appreciate you sticking around and hanging out with us here tonight as we talk about, well, one of the biggest happenings in all of wrestling in quite a long time. Patrick O'Dowd, what is it? What is one of the biggest happenings in all of professional wrestling in quite a long time. Not just a one of the biggest happenings. I would argue the biggest happening. Probably the biggest huge, thing that we will ever see in our, our lives as wrestling fans. Huge. Massive. Biggest Massive. story out of the WWE since the last biggest story out of the WWE. But I'd wager this one's big, bigger. Um, because Jennifer Hall is back on an action. The modern day Maharaja is back in NXT. Look out, Braun Breaker. He's coming for your title. I don't even know that if that's what he's doing. Big deal. I haven't even seen it yet. I know the situation that he returned in. And and who knows? But the man is back. Jinder Mahal. Remember, I'll remember, oh, save us Y2J. Save us Jinder Mahal. Hell yeah. The wrestling industry. Save us. I, I know Jinder right Mahal. now everybody's so worried about the wrestling business. The wrestling industry. There's all this it's unrest. Fine. It's fine. It's all, all fixed. things are going crazy. There is nothing to worry about. Our champion, my champion, all of your champion, even though it's been like six years, is back. And that is Jinder Mahal. Everything else is going to be fine. All Everything else can now just fall into place as it's supposed to because Jinder Mahal is back on television. This deserves a round two. It does. Yeah. This is such good shit. That's an appropriate soundbite to interrupt with, isn't it? Sure is. Isn't it? Sure. Yes, yes. Because that is, look, I'm as happy as anybody. I always sit down and watch NXT like while I'm producing the podcasts that are recorded on a Tuesday. Both this show and the Hashtag Miranda show, which has returned this week. So as I'm producing and posting and scheduling and all that stuff, I watch NXT. So I will be very excited when I watch NXT. And my modern day Maharaja, Jinder Mahal, makes his triumphant return. At, at, you know, unfortunately, at the expense of the Creed Brothers, who I do love. But I'm very excited to see that. But it, it, it's, you know... The past couple of weeks and the past week in general has just seen some absolutely, I don't know, it, it ranges from somewhere between crazy to absurd 
news in the world of professional wrestling. And I don't mean just a bevy of news. I don't mean the floodgates of news. I mean one specific story. One specific story that makes Sasha Banks showing up in, in New Japan as Mercedes Monet garbage compared to this. Like, like that is not even nothing compared to what's been going on at Titan Towers, soon to be whatever they're going to call the new place. Like, Vince McMahon is back. And, yeah. And that's kind of crazy. Like, that's not something that, that I thought we would say ever, to be honest with you. Definitely not anytime soon. But here we are. Um, not, you know, but a few months after he left, Vince McMahon is back. Yeah. Yeah, he is. And we're recording this on Tuesday, the 10th, as you as you so wisely noted. And I'm just refreshing Twitter right now. Uh, because to see what else happens. Yeah, like what what is the news that is going to break? What is next? Um uh, because hell, this was going to be our, like even before today's news, like this was all we were going to talk about today. Well, it was Vince, right? Strong, you know, basically strong arming and taking back what's his with the shares that he has, and 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 here we are. And, and I don't know if we'd be fretting over it the way that a lot of other folks have, but now I'm kind of fretting over it because we're starting, we're we're getting glimpses into how ugly this is this is already and i think we're just getting started because to be he, he basically like you i don't you can look at this peaceful re- resignation letter from one stephanie mcmahon and, and be like oh how nice that's very professional and maybe it is maybe we did. We'll, we'll get there so but i think she's i, I don't know We'll get there. We'll get there. But there was a WrestleNomics article that was great because it really detailed the communication between Vince McMahon and the board. And I think I saw it yesterday is when I sent it to you. I don't even know. It seems like forever ago with the news of today. But um, right. because well, we all came in like the third letter when Vince rejoined the company, but there were two more before it where Vince basically said, Hey guys, like I think I should come back, and I think it's in your best interest if I come back. So how about I come back, and and I give you until this date to reply, and they reply much sooner than his date, and they basically say, "No, no, dude, we're good. Like we don't need you to come back. We don't think it's within the best interest of the company to come back. In fact, we think you're a liability and shouldn't come back." To which Vince said. I'm kind of disappointed you think I'm a liability because all the founding findings are done. They're all out there. They are what they are, whatever. And um, I don't know if you remember this, but like I own 80% of the company. I own 80% of the class A stock. And if you don't know the difference between class A stock and class B stock, A gets to vote and B doesn't, right? So B gets stock dividends and all the benefits there, but they have no say in anything. Class A stock has voting power and Vince McMahon owns 80% of it, which means in terms of voting power, he can outright outrule anybody. So Vince is basically like, well, guess what? I'm electing myself to the board because I'm the majority shareholder and I think I need to be executive chairperson. And I'm bringing these other two people back with me who uh, were removed from the board previously. That means these three people got to go. Two more are probably going to resign because one of them hates me because they're the ones that were leading the investigation. And here we go. That was a few days ago. 
That wasn't even today. And, yep. and, and of course, so when that happens, Patrick, before we even get to the news of today, right? what's the feeling? What's the fears? What are the fears and what is the feeling? Uh, I think the first fear that everybody started popping out with is what is he going to take? Is he going to take creative back over? Like, oddly enough, people really weren't looking at sort of the quote unquote business reasons. He said he was, he, he was coming back, which was to, you know, facilitate the sale and, you know, be heavily involved in, in whatever should happen there. It was suddenly WWE, WWE is great um, creatively and he's going to take it away. Um, and what's and what's going to happen? And that's that's been the big question. And in the letters, as you would point, um, as you would point out, your uh, uh, he says that like Nick Khan, Stephanie, and Triple H, all of that, aren't being removed from the roles, and I have no intention, quote unquote, of uh, being involved in them doing in the jobs that they're doing. Did he actually say that? Did he actually say Kinda. I have no intention? Or no, he said um it was like I it, it's like I have no intention. He didn't it was like I do not intend. So left the door open because you use the phrasing I don't intend or he has no intent or whatever, however it was. Didn't um, he even pre- didn't he even use the at this time? Something like yeah, probably. So yeah, he's he's taking it back. Like he's taking it all back. So that he's was coming the initial, in. That's the that's the big fear initially, right? The big fear initially right. is that he's going to come in and he's going to take it all back. He's going to take it take it all back. And there's been a lot of pushback against that notion from people on Twitter to like Eric Bischoff, like like and all people in between who think that that's not what this is about. This is about maximizing shareholders' money, which is what Vince has, you know, a ton of. And and so if there's a sale, he's going to benefit the most from it and, and all of that. And I'm with you. I don't believe a single word of that. I really don't. Right. And because we talked about this when Vince stepped down or when Vince was going to step down. And he, again, he retired. He did it. So it was his decision at the time. Um and 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 he asked Stephanie to what you know be be the the person and and all that like he did that because Vince is a control freak and right. and Vince wanted to do all that now Vince has since watched the company be what it is seen the replies seen the responses see the positivity and I'm sure that eats at him he's also seen everything that happened over the last two years that he was in charge be undone. He watched yep. all these talents got brought back who were released. He watched all this stuff. Now, remember, Nick Khan, and, and I don't know if you saw the report. You probably did, where Conrad Thompson basically came out and said he knows people who know Nick Khan and he was brought in to sell the company. And, and so maybe even Nick Khan has something to do with this. Nick Khan's probably like, yo, they're bringing all these people back. Like, how are we going to sell this company? And... And so, so Vince is watching all of this and he's just like, this is not how we sell the company. Like, this is not what we're doing. We're investing in the company. We're trying to make the company better. That's not how you right. sell it. And, and so I kind of feel like I don't even think a sale was on the table until Vince came back. Like, I think Vince came back saying, Hey, I'm the majority shareholder. I'm coming back and we're selling it. Right. So, 
that's, that's, you know, again, comes where it is. Now I immediately said, well, here's what's going to happen in my opinion is that Vince is going to use the sale and the prospective buyers and the TV rights negotiations and say, hey, we're not getting what we should be getting. I obviously need to be in charge. And that's how he's going to find his way back in charge. And I thought that would happen, you know, some point over the next like year is what I thought. Some point over the next like year. That was a few days ago. Right. Fast forward (laughs) to present time. Right. Present time. Oh, boy. Stephanie McMahon, Levesque, not Stephanie McMahon Helmsley, because she's not a character. She's a real human being at this point. Did what today, Patrick O'Dowd? Well, she wrote a very lovely resignation letter. She sure did. Saying, and here we go. I think everybody likes this other part. Uh, this this one line in particular, WWE is in such a strong position that I have decided to return to my leave and take it one step further with my official resignation. Like, come on. One step further. I'm I'm not just taking a leave. I'm walking away. She's out. She's out. Together forever. Right. She even does that. Yeah. Then now together forever. Thank you all for everything. And she's gone. Not going on leave, not going back on leave, right. but resigning from the company completely. She was literally co-CEO. And now she's just, I'm gone. I'm out. I'm piecing out. And that was right after, of course, Vince was, was officially named executive chairperson. Now he said in his stuff that he needed to be executive chairman, and I actually thought he already was executive chairman because he has that that power to do that by being the the majority shareholder. So sure. now I'm just going to throw out the quote unquote bold, maybe not so bold prediction myself. Now, with the news of today, I don't think Vince McMahon's going to be back in power and running the company within the next year. I think it will happen before WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. I don't even think that's a hot take. I don't even think that's that bold of no, a No, I don't think it is. I Not think it's today. it's it's sound reasoning is what I think it is. Right. Like you're 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 reading the writing on the wall. I yeah, it's like, there. And and the thing is like people are they're still like you joked that Brian Alvarez said that um that that you know, oh there's big news imminent coming. There's a lot more people who were saying that now within the last right. few minutes. Like, like, like one person, our friend Denise said, the rumors I am hearing, I have no words. Again, these are yeah, just it's, rumors, it's, but bruh, like a lot of vagueness and people can criticize that and whatever. And, and, you know, people are responding with defund the wrestling media, which is really a stupid, you know, cross-pollinating two things that do nothing have nothing to do with each other. But where there's smoke, there's fire. And when I say smoke, I mean not just like one random rogue person talking about stuff, because that happens, but lots of people talking about stuff. Probably right. means there's more to it than we think. And I assume there was more to it, and I think we all assume there was more to it, um, at least most of us. And I, I – 
this, this stuff could be going down by like Friday. He might be back at, back at television on Friday for all we know. I have no idea, which is a big deal, by the way. That's been a right. question that's been asked. Do you think Vince will be at TV Monday? Do you think Vince will be at TV Friday? Because that's where you bet that's now you're controlling the product. And right. that would just be insane and crazy and all of it. Um, and, and there's a lot to it. So let's do this. We're going to, we're going to take the break and, and we'll come back okay. and, and do some irresponsible speculating and, and we'll, uh, own it and, and, you know, and take it from there. So before we do though, I, I really want to make sure that people understand one thing, regardless of what Vince McMahon does, regardless of what happens. You need to wear clothes and you should get them at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Like you need a t-shirt, you might want a hoodie, a long sleeve shirt, something in soft style, which is just amazing and comfortable. And you want to pick it up at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot because it's, you know, do you think you can get by without a comfortable t-shirt? No, there's just no way that you can get by without a comfortable t-shirt. Um, so you need it. So you need a comfortable t-shirt. You need the opportunity to enjoy yourself, enjoy your life. You can get a logo shirt. You can get a podcast shirt. You can get the always use your head slogan. You can get so much more. Those purchases give you a t-shirt and they help us with all of our efforts here at the chairshot.com and the chairshot radio network. Cause this stuff doesn't just happen. These things don't grow on trees. We have to invest and make them happen. And so that does help us out with that. So we appreciate you doing that. And in return, you get a shirt. So that sounds like a pretty good deal to me, right? It's cut and dry, easy. There's no backhand dealings. There's no, I'm going to name myself this and you're going to resign. None of that stuff. It's just you go to a website, you buy a t-shirt, they give us something for it, you get a shirt, we keep this party rolling. That's how those things work. And you can do that at prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the t-shirt. So head on over there, pick up one of those beautiful chair shot t-shirts today. Again, prowrestlingtees.com forward slash the chair shot. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. Hey folks, PC Tony here. Thanks to our new partnership with Angry Lemonade, you can save 10% on physical products and digital commissions using the promo code CHAIRSHOT. Head to angrylemonade.net to check out their amazing catalog of products and services. Use the promo code CHAIRSHOT to save 10%. That's angrylemonade.net. Now, before we get to to the irresponsible, and I actually don't think it's irresponsible. That was a joke. But before we get to the speculation and trying to figure out what's going to happen, I do have a question that I wanted to ask you, and I wrote it down, and we haven't gotten to it yet. Going back to July when when Vince McMahon retired, Triple H took over, everybody got all happy, and, and we're loving what we've seen, all that kind of stuff. Fast forward to today. Are you surprised that this is happening? Uh, I was, but I wasn't, if that's a fair way to answer it. Like I should have known better. And and that's kind of like, I, I guess I hoped that this, whatever this scandal was, was, you know, that this resignation was, was going to be for real and big. And maybe I bought it a little bit. Um, but at the same time, it's Vince McMahon and he hates, like, he can't lose, right? Like, he just he can't lose. And so, yeah, I was I was surprised because I let myself be surprised. I let, my, 
I let myself believe that he was really hanging him up, even though he was going to be miserable doing it uh, and resigning in disgrace. And instead he's, he's kind of coming back in, in disgrace. And uh, yeah, so I was a little surprised because I thought this was the real deal. I let myself believe that. I'll go a self for, I'll go a step further. I don't, I don't think I let myself believe. I, I truly believed. I truly believe yeah. that this was real because the allegations were what they were, that they were so bad and it wasn't the kind of thing that'll blow over. And, and, and it just, and it happened so quickly and immediate and you factor in his age. It's like, okay, here's where we're at. Now we finally get to see what we've wanted. I mean, the one guy, the one name that we've always said we'd love to see be in charge with triple H and that's what we got. And, and so it's like, all right, this is what we've been wanting. This is what we've been waiting for. Now we're excited and we got it, and it's like now I kind of feel like the rugs been pulled out from under us, and it sucks, right? It's like it's like you get right. offered a job, and then two weeks later they call you, and they're like, "Yeah, it's not available anymore. They've been changing the company, blah blah blah." Like that, and I, you know, it happens to people when it sucks. When it does, this kind of feels like that. Um, so yeah, I was genuinely surprised, and and there's all this rhetoric online that people are like, "Well, are you surprised?" And I'm like, "Yeah, you're just trying to sound smart." Anybody who's trying to claim yeah. they saw it coming, like, no, you didn't see it coming. Um, you might've seen it coming a week ago when, when, you know, Vince was trying to come back, but two months ago, you didn't see it coming. No, no one saw it coming. And, and it's, it's, we fell into that trap that we talked about with wrestling news. The number one reason people believe wrestling news is because they want it to be true. We wanted this to be true. We wanted it to be true that Vince was gone and that this was going to be the product that we were going to have. And, and all signs pointed that way. And, and it was lasting for the period of time that it lasted. So it was all very exciting. So yeah, I'm surprised and, and I'm genuinely surprised and, and maybe that's on me. I don't know, but, but I am very surprised. So, but I found that very interesting and, and something that I wasn't sure about. Okay. Time to speculate. We've already kind of talked about this one, so let's make it official. Will there be creative changes? 100%. I, yeah, if we were doing the odds makers game, I, I would be right there with you. I would say 100%. Especially after today. Yeah. Yeah. And and who knows what else. By the time this makes air, there could be more stuff out there. Like that's the crazy thing. Yeah, right. This may be outdated by the time you're listening to it. Just hitting refresh. Yeah. And and if Patrick sees something and, and we have to read it on there and figure it out, we will. That's what we do. Okay. I agree with you. I do believe there will be creative changes. And like I said, I, I think they'll happen by WrestleMania. And then all the news reports will be what was going to happen versus what did happen. And my God, that's going to be painstaking. But people got to do their jobs. So I get it. <sighs> will there be talent-related drama? <laughs> I wish this were a video podcast. Just for the, It looked like Patrick got punched in the face. <laughs> yes. Yes, there will be. How can there not be? And I should just call it backstage drama because you go so far as like, if, if 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 Vince takes over creative, think about what that means. Think about what that means right. for the announcing. Think about what that oh, means yeah. for for you know the, the 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 quality of life. People aren't working twenty hours a day anymore. Is that going to go oh, yeah. away? It's, like, are more that, people? That's the thing that's. That? Right. Who's gonna who's gonna who's gonna leave? Um, who's gonna be let go? 
Like, like that's the thing. And that's the thing is I think it's interesting how you look at it, how versus how I, I initially thought about it. I, I think about people who are just worried about their jobs, like keeping their jobs because some of these people who did come back were let go because right. the old man didn't see it in them. Yeah. And, and we'll get to that. And, point and some second, of the, but, right. Uh, the, and so the when talent, you say, will there be, will there be the, talent drama? Like, yeah, that's yeah. talent drama. Yeah. I think I'm worried about losing my job. Um, yeah, I think you know, Michael really- Cole probably hasn't sounded better in his life. Um, right. I mean, if you watch the and he's Elton always been and he's always been a great announcer. But like if you watch the UK tournament from 2016 or whenever, Michael Cole did an outstanding job. And that's because Vince didn't care about it. He wasn't producing it. And and Michael Cole's been great with Pat McAfee. And all that started when when, you know, the, the Cole McAfee thing started when Vince was there. Vince was on the Pat McAfee show. So right. that all that all happened there. Um Pat McAfee recently actually talked about, you know, a, a clip of his show going viral. And he said it almost did Adam Cole numbers. Of course, so that's, you know, that, that's how big that, that was for Pat McAfee show. Um, poor, poor Adam Cole. So let's go a step further. I've speculated that, that this wholesale probably wasn't really a thing with Vince being gone. And I think he's back and he's pushing the sale. Will there be that word that we hate to hear, that phrase that we hate to hear? Are we soon headed back towards the world of budget cuts and talent releases? Again, I probably, I think so. Absolutely. This could be the horrible news that people are speculating on right now, that people are, right. that it's, they're coming. And maybe that's why Stephanie was like, I'm out. Like, if this is what you're going to do, I'm, I'm, I'm right. going to be part of this. And I'm out. Who knows? And just the, the thought that this could happen like tomorrow. Right. Because it usually is like on a Wednesday or Thursday. Um, is I, just I mean, mind-blowing. And I hope Yeah, I... Uh, yeah, absolutely. I just... Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm... It's... Is it all going to happen immediately? Um, like, where's that talent cutting going to happen? Because some of the people that have been brought back, and maybe they were on tap to come back with Vince McMahon or not, but like Bray Wyatt, like Bray Wyatt's in probably one of the, you know, is in one of the biggest stories right now. Right. Permeating most of the programming. I think Braun Strowman should worry again. Like, they could, you know. right. Like, like, so I, I don't know who will get purged, but Candice LeRae and Johnny Gargano, watch back. Yeah, I Emma, mean, and they weren't released, back. but they just didn't resign. Uh, but right. yeah, it, it's who knows, but like, or could the younger talent be staying in it be, you know, again, the Shelton Benjamins of the world who've been released, multi, you know, before and, and you know, right. the Hurt they Business just, hasn't they made just, their big uh, reunion yet, so... It's. Yeah. I was like, they just did the 20th anniversary, like 20 years of the WWE. Shelton, we love you. Like, so now's the yeah. perfect time to let you go. Exactly. Again, because he he got let go shortly after we watched him at WrestleMania. Um, yep. So yeah, that would just. So that's a possibility, and yeah, I, if they're gonna sell, and if you read that the 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 report that the company put out that included you know a statement from Vince the last line in his statement, one of the last lines in his statements was blah, 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 blah. 
that maximizes shareholder profit or maximizes shareholder value or maximizes profits or whatever. That means budget cuts. Yep. And their biggest budget line and item talent. is talent. Yep. And, and, and here's the thing. Like sometimes you can go with the expensive ones. That's why Braun got let go the first time. You know, look who's currently not there. Right? I guarantee you one of their more expensive talents is a guy by the name of Pat McAfee. Maybe they just don't bring him back, you know, as much as that would hurt, you know, and, and maybe they do major changes to NXT again, who knows, you know, maybe it's just, yeah, there's a lot of talent that got brought back. There's talent. I mean, you got, you got Umberto and an angel. What are they doing? Like they could be gone tomorrow and no one would even really right. realize like, Hit Row is is doing so horrible. They had to turn them already. Make it just get, like like there's a lot of talent they could just get rid of, and um and it's right there, unfortunately. And it could definitely happen, and it would definitely suck. And and I I the thing about all this talent coming back was like okay, we don't really have to live in this world where we're talking about releases all the time, and now they might right. come back again. And it's it's just really you know. I don't know. And if that's what people are talking about, then, you know, that would suck. That would really suck. And I would hate to see it. And, you know, that, that just is, is what it is. I mean, it's, it's just not fun. And, and I want, you know, this thing is fun. That's why we do this. This has always been fun for years. It's been fun. That's what we, what we want it to be. So yeah, it's, it's going to be a crazy thing and, and we're going to be stuck talking about it and, and we're going to have to, to, to deal with it. And we're going to have to, to for bring it up for weeks, months. I mean, and it's going to be a huge story between now and WrestleMania for sure. Like, I just <clears throat> I just can't believe that business as usual is what's going to happen. I just can't. Right. It's just Vince McMahon no. doesn't come back for that reason. And, and like I said, I feel like he's going to use the TV rights and use the sale as the reason why he needs to be over everything again. And, and it needs to fall under his purview. Um, I'll be honest with you, and I know it's been reported that 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 you know Triple H is firmly cemented as the chief content officer, and that that he's not leaving. And I know Nick Khan is now the full blown CEO, not co CEO, with Stephanie being gone. I would not be surprised if Triple H was the next one to go. I really wouldn't. Yep, they got enough money. They they got all the stock. And here's the thing, and 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 I suggested this earlier in in our chair shot group, and um, and and one person balked at it or whatever. If I'm Triple H and Stephanie, I'm taking our money and I'm starting another company. Because if you're Triple H and Stephanie, especially looking at what's happened today and Stephanie resigning and how they were basically in charge of the whole company after Vince McMahon retired, we're not there. We're not there in their home. We're not there for anything. But but could you see the pillow talk? Could you see the conversations that were probably like, what if we were in charge of this thing? What could it be <laughs> like? Like, I guarantee you those conversations took place. And how often do you have those conversations and then get to do it? Right. And 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 it's it and it's in some ways it feels magical when they get to do it. Like it ain't perfect and no wrestling product is perfect because especially at the WWE level because you got to have something for everybody. And and right. you know, instead of everything for somebody like like in AEW. So and, and that's fine. It works for them. We're not here to talk bad about AEW today. But 
I guarantee you they had those conversations. <laughs> oh, yeah, we might. But now we flip it around and it's like, yeah, I hope you had fun for the past five, six months because it's gone now. And and I feel like that's what's going to happen. And if yeah. I'm a Triple H, I can't go from being the guy who was make, calling the shots to then having to have it all changed and, and go through Vince again. Yeah, this is... I just don't think I could do that. And that's me personally. I, I'm putting my well, as, Here's the thing is me as a, as a fan right now, like Patrick the fan, uh, this is kind of depressing. Yeah. Like, like in the sense... And, and it may not happen. That's the thing. Like we're assuming it, it's going to happen. It may not. But, you know, because Nick Khan will continue to be CEO for now. But remember, he's the guy who cut all the people. He didn't cut... Correct. He didn't pick the people, but he... Gave the amount of money that needed to be saved. Yep. That's why he was brought in. Right. Um, I, yeah, I just, it, it is, it's just a sobering thought. And again, I wouldn't, it's just it, with it, with the rapidity of how this has happened, with how fast this has gone. Yes. You just, you can't ignore it. And you can't, that's what it, that's what it feels like. So, I don't know. I don't like it. Makes me sad. Well, I don't want you to be sad. I don't want you to be depressed. Uh, I don't because this is supposed to be fun. I'm this on the ledge, Craig. To be fun. I'm, on, I'm on the ledge. Well, I'm going to talk you off the list because, or talk you off the list, man. I just talk you away, off the man. ledge. I'm going to talk <laughs> you off the ledge because we have a little thing at our disposal on this program that's always fun, always a good time, and we can bust it out whenever we have to. Because hey, we're about to tell something. Congratulations, something. You just made the list. So we're going to do the list and we are not going to do the list of like Vince McMahon crap. We're not going to do anything like that. The list is going to be fun. So if you think that we're going to keep this negative train rolling, well, hey, shut your dumb mouth because we're not, we're going to have some fun and we're going to do a fun list. Patrick O'Dowd, what is the fun list? The fun list this week is wrestling guilty pleasures. Now, here's the thing is I thought about this because there's probably multiple categories, but for today, it's kind of anything. No, I went with wrestlers. I went so with wrestlers I will, too, I will, so we'll just say guilty pleasures. Because, because there's some storylines. Boy, howdy. I, I love that. I know a lot of people didn't love it. Looking at you, Robocop. <laughs> in fairness i was like eight so like right. i thought it was cool <laughs> right all right so guilty but, pleasures as i put it i like it and i don't care that's really right what a guilty pleasure is right i like it i don't care that you don't like it because i like it and that's all that matters so we have our guilty pleasures patrick O'Dowd, and we're going to go through we're going to name them off and we're going to have a lot of fun with it and then we'll put them in order you guys know how the list works. Patrick's category. So I will go first. We will take turns putting six things on the list. Then we'll take a break. We'll come back. It's Patrick's category. He'll go first, putting at things at number one. And then we'll go down through number six and we'll put our list in order. And that'll be official. That will sum it all up. You just made the list. So first thing I want to put on the list, Patrick, down of guilty pleasures. <clears throat> even if it wasn't my number one, even if it wasn't the thing that was my the guiltiest, guiltiest of pleasures. I am forever linked for the past six years 
to this <laughs> one individual. This one individual the made biggest, his return. The biggest story in the WWE. The biggest story in the WWE today happened today. And I started getting tweets and DMs and messages from people that were like, you got to be thrilled to just gifts, to just whatever. And that is for my hero, the man who can save professional wrestling, the modern day Maharaja himself, Jinder Mahal. And we're not doing storylines, so I can't say WWE Champion Jinder Mahal. Jinder Mahal is what I'm going to put on the list first. 100%. And I feel like, surprised you didn't play the music again. But yeah. Um, well, the show has to end at some point. That's true. And we'll probably get it at the end of the show if I know Greg DeMarco. Uh, I'm going to also participate in the Mark the Obvious one off of the list of uh, since doing this podcast in particular. Uh, no matter how I feel about them, uh, I have become forever connected to uh, to my girl Carmela. Uh, divorce your husband, uh, but uh, <laughs> I like her. So husband. yeah, I what I like her husband. Yeah, I, I mean it's good for her husband. Like it's bad for me. It's true. It's bad for me. It takes a little of the magic out. Uh, but Mela is money. She earned both of her money in the bank. She sure did. Victories, damn it. There was no James Ellsworth um, at all. Never existed. At all. Never, never existed. Happened. He never He never helped her win anything. She earned it all. Carmella. 100%. 100% earned every little bit of it because she is, well, you know what she is. B-U-L-O-U-S. With the whole thing. You're back there. F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Well, it's like the longer version. This is now Grayson Waller's theme song, isn't it? <laughs> F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S. Yes, diamonds on my neck. Yes, I'm fabulous. They- All right, there we go. So Carmella... You just made the list. All right, so now we've got the obvious ones out of the way. Now I'm really torn because while you were often stuck, well, no, if uh, I don't want to give an example if I don't end up using it. I can always use it as an honorable mention. So I'm going to skip that one for now and decide between those two later. There was a gimmick back in the day that I absolutely loved. That a lot of people hated. Now this person who played this gimmick played all kinds of gimmicks. He went back to being a Russian, maybe it was a Russian sympathizer, that went by the name of Crusher Khrushchev. Nice. He showed up, he wrestled various times under a mask. Of course, he achieved his, his, his most recognizable success to fans of our generation as a member of Demolition, as Demolition Smash. But at some point in his career, he wiped off the paint, he took off the, the, the bondage gear, and he donned a Zorro mask. With a tow hook and a singlet with tire marks all over it. And that was none other than the Repo Man. The Repo, and I loved the Repo. Because here was the thing about the Repo Man that, that people never gave him credit for. He could still work and he would still have good matches, but did right. him in character. He stole the Macho Man's hat. He would steal, it was just so perfect. I am putting. He would, no, he wasn't man. stealing them. They weren't paid for. He that Macho was you late on some payments. That's right. So he, he was, was repossessing them. I, uh, I'm surprised you didn't go with his golfer gimmick. 
Oh no, Revo Man so much better. It was because the, the golfer gimmick lasted like, like the, five minutes. That right? was what WCW was the golfer gimmick. Yeah, that was a that was a WCW cup what was of coffee. His name in, when he was the golfer, I don't even remember. He was also I the blacktop bully in WCW. Right. Yep. Got fired. He's been, he's been a lot of he's been a lot of things. He should be. Is he a d- demolition in the Hall of Fame? I don't think they are. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Oh, Barry Darso, it. by the way, is the gentleman that we're talking about who played Repo Man, should definitely be in the Hall of Fame on his own, not just as a member of Demolition, but I'll take it however I can get it. All right, Patrick, what's next on the list? All right. So this guy was a very popular mid-carder during the Attitude Era, uh, but he went through a lot of uh, various incarnations before hitting on the gimmick that would make him famous. And I got to tell you, it's not the gimmick that made him famous that was my guilty pleasure. Because when I was young, the Ultimate Warrior faced his ultimate challenge after WrestleMania 8 as he battled the voodoo of one Papa Shango. And when that black goo fell down from the warrior's face, this little warrior was highly concerned for the well-being. He vomited. He made him vomit, Craig, through his food. He vomited black stuff, too. It wasn't even regular vomit. vomit. Yes. And so Papa Shango is going to edge out. And, of course, he would later then be uh, Kama, the fighting machine. He would, of course, become famous as the godfather and the hoe train still comes back every now and again for the occasional Royal Rumble, you know, guest appearance here. As he should. As he should. But Papa Shango and that shoulder breaker finisher all in. The shoulder breaker finisher. Wow. That's a good one. That's a very, very good one. All right. Um, So I'm going to go. So I, I have to at least explain this one because it is a person, but I am putting the modern day version of this person on the list because here's the thing. I am putting one of the greatest of all time on the list. Now I'm doing oh, it dear. twice because I already put gender on the list, but I am putting one of the greatest <laughs> of all time on the list. And, and because this person has become, especially over the past year, a definite guilty pleasure of mine watching as someone who just wants to enjoy the show when I watch it. And, and for that reason, the, the 2022, 2023 version of this person is why they're on the list. In fact, he is the reason we have the list. I am putting modern day old man. We'll call it that old man. Chris Jericho. You just made the list is on the list. I am putting AEW Jericho appreciation society, Chris Jericho, on the list. Interesting. Very, very interesting. Because I find certainly a bold decision. When I watch AEW and Jericho comes on, I like it. I enjoy it. I'm entertained by it. When, when I saw the footage that he showed up in PWG, I was like, that's the most modern-day Chris Jericho thing ever for him to show up in PWG this weekend like he did. So at Battle of yeah. Los Angeles, like, I'm on it. I don't want him to be the world champion anymore. I love that he's feuding with Ricky Starks. I haven't seen their match yet that I know there were some selling issues in, but I... Um, and maybe that was just me. 
Ah, who knows? It's AEW. Selling is optional. But um, we said we wouldn't make fun of AEW, and here we go. But it's... But, by the way, uh, you're right. Demolition does not appear to be in... I didn't think so. Hall of Fame. Well, we can fix that. How are they not... How are they not in the Hall of Fame? Fix it, Vince. No, I'm just kidding. Don't, yes. Don't Save us, Vince. No, oh, God. No, don't say that. We've, we've now just... I mean, Stan Hansen's in the Hall of Fame, and... And Barry Darso's I mean, not? Come on. Barry Darso's not? Ricky Morton and his bad mullet is in the Hall of Fame. Oh, I'm sorry. I'll, I'll, I'll back up. Midnight's not in the Hall of Fame. They should be. No, that, that that's a good. I would put them in this year if I were them. But who knows? I'm, but all right, Patrick. Did they ever work in? Did they ever work in the WWE though? Neither did Kevin Von Erich. Like neither did a lot of people that are in the Hall of Fame. So fair enough. Fair enough. All right. Uh, my last one. This was really really hard because it comes down to two guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, I made the decision looking at this since we did enhancement talent. I could not include Jim Powers or Dwayne Gill since they were on the I mean, enhancement talent list. I could have, but I, there are plenty of other names out there to choose from. Right. Um, and so I'm going to go. I'm, I'm going to go with the one that is actually still entertaining me via the WWE Network to this day, and that is uh, watching Jim Crockett Promotions. You hear the, the 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 cho the like the the piano music play, and this big old hairy dude with a giant beard, shaking his hips and wagging his knees, the boogie woogie band Jimmy Valiant, who was also yep. was he Charlie Brown under a mask? Charlie Brown, his, yeah, his, he was his rivalry with Paul Jones back in the day. Legendary. Is something to behold. The legendary Paul Jones. All right. Boogie Woogie Man is here. And he uh, would get all crazy. He'd kiss Tony Schiavone. He'd kiss David Crockett. He'd kiss everybody. He his his main squeeze was a was a man in drag. Somebody favorite. It was um oh god, it was uh shit. I'm gonna forget his name. Garvin. It was uh it was Jimmy yep. Garvin. Not Jimmy Garvin, um Ron brother. Ron Garvin. It was Ron yeah. Garvin. Dress up in drag. That was, that was his main squeeze sometimes. Sweet Georgia Brown. Yep. Hell yeah. All right. So we've got our six. We're going to go to yeah. commercial break. We're going to come back, put them in order. So we'll be right back so we can tell everybody what position they fell, to, fell in. Because they all made the list. You just made the list. This is your boy, Kenny Killer, telling you to make sure you check out thechairshop.com. Bringing you breaking news, interviews, podcasts galore, everything pro wrestling. Make sure you check it out, thechairshop.com. Shut your dumb mouth. You just made the list. So what was your one that you were deciding between? Bugsy McGraw. Oh. Bugsy Bugsy McGraw, and for me, his... uh, because he he also worked for Crockett, but I actually mm-hmm. recognized him more from his days with World Class Championship Wrestling down in Texas. Like he was he was a big figure down there as well. Um, in fact, he's in their intro, like in the old yeah. uh, World Class intro, where they play. He he is doing a diving headbutt off the top rope in the in the uh, in the intro. He was also in the first Starcade. Yeah. Um, 
very just a very entertaining loose cannon. Again, harmless fun wrestler. Never going to be your world champion. I feel like Ever he did some really bad stuff. Maybe he did. So that's why he didn't make the list. I don't know. It's not coming up. But yeah, I thought he... I could be completely wrong about... Yeah, this doesn't say anything bad. It says he was a registered nurse for 20 years after retiring from wrestling. Oh. So maybe I'm thinking of somebody else who did some really bad stuff. So who knows? My guilty pleasure that I was deciding between because, again, two years ago, this qualified as a guilty pleasure. But then this person went back to NXT and set the world on fire. Mandy. And became legit, and people became fans of her. So I don't know if it, she would even qualify now as guilty pleasure because she she got legit. You know, she became legit. So yeah, I don't think it counts. And and then um, you know she also was part of the biggest news in wrestling. Yeah, this week we talked about that today, one. Guys. No, 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 no. Oh, she uh, she did her yeah. she did her interview this today. Yeah, I don't think it was anything really groundbreaking though. No, it wasn't. But like. It was the narrative, man. The narrative. I know she lied about the fact she like, didn't know that WWE knew about it when she. There's literally the narrative. People have already shared screenshots where she sent her subscribers messages that were like, "Oh, I just disappeared because WWE found my page or whatever." So obviously she knew. Um, so yeah, whatever. It, it's all good. She'll be back. She even said it herself. She said, "Never say never." She'll be back. So. Never say never. Yeah, she'll. All right. It'll so we over. have Vince McMahon came back. It's true. The biggest never say never ever. You just made the list. Jinder Mahal, Carmella, Repo Man, Papa Shango, Old Man Chris Jericho, and the Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant, are our six items on the list. Now we're going to put them in order. This is Patrick's topic, so he's going to go first. I'll go second, and we'll go down from there. So Patrick O'Dowd, what is number one? I feel like we have to put a future Hall of Famer at the top of the list. We don't have to do anything. Well, I feel like I have to. Okay. Um, but it's not going to be Jinder Mahal. I'm sorry. I'm going to put old man Chris Jericho at the top of the list. I thought you were going to put Carmella at the top of the list as a future Hall of Famer. Because she probably no, would have. So. Um, so you're putting old man Chris. Gosh, what do I want to put on there next? Um, Man, I just got to do it. I'm forever linked to Jinder Mahal. I got to put Jinder Mahal at number two. Right. I wanted you to have your moment. I did. Um, but I'm um I'm actually going to wait. Um, Are you? As well, I, I do because uh, I actually am going to put my last choice up next. I'm putting the Boogie Woogie Man, Jimmy Valiant, and kids. If you haven't seen the Boogie Woogie Man, jump on the Go peacock. The Boogie Boogie check yeah. out some Crockett footage from the eighties, mid eighties, eighty five, eighty six. Good stuff. Well, it's between two for me right now. And, you know, I hate to be that person and pick his own stuff all the time, but I got to go with the Repo Man. It's between Repo Man and Papa Shango, but I definitely, who got me more excited coming out of the curtain was definitely the Repo Man. So I'm going with Repo Man at number four. Two of your picks, Carmella and Papa Shango. Well, and now, and I have, and I have to go with Carmella. You do. You can't let me. I can't not, can't let her be the bottom of the list. Not my girl, Carmella. 
That puts Papa Shango at number six. So you just made the list. The list of guilty pleasure wrestlers. Number one, old man, present day Chris Jericho. Number two, the modern day Maharaja Jinder Mahal. Number three, the boogie woogie man, Jimmy Valiant. Number four, the repo man. Number five, F-A-B-U-L-O-U-S herself, Carmella. And number six, Papa Shango. Congratulations to all of you. Our guilty pleasures. You just made the list. Man, what a time. What a time. It's a shameful thing. Now you do a three minute warning because I don't even know what we can talk about for three minutes. Like, it's just crazy. And, you know, it's it's uh, what I fear about everything that's going on right now. And I love that we can talk about guilty, guilty pleasures. And, hey, if this all goes to shit, Patrick O'Dowd. We got the network that you talked about. We'll just talk about old stuff for six months. I don't care. Hell yeah. Because we got plenty of it that we can talk about. Um, you know what's what's really stinks is that almost any time we've ever had a topic on this program, we could wrap the show up and be like, you know what? It's going to be okay. And I don't feel like I can say that right now. Not that it's not going to be okay, but I don't feel that same level of it's wrestling, it's WWE, it's going to be okay. Like, I feel like Vince McMahon leaving was one of those things that once it happened, you can't go back. And yet we're going back. Yep. And I just don't know. I just don't know. And it's going to be one of those. Ah, I'm trying to think about this. Trying to think how this is. It's. It's going to, like, I feel like, yeah, I think we're in for a regression to what we had. And it, it just that it's all the, this is actually the thing that might, I don't know, like, I can't say I wasn't entertained by the old WWE, but its warts were much more pronounced. And here we are. Yep. So, I don't know, man. It will be here for it, everybody. We'll and we'll talk about it. We'll probably continue to talk about it in different ways, though, uh, than what you'll hear on other podcasts. Because this is kind of atypical for us these days. We usually, you know, the news of the moment isn't always what we talk about or how we address it. We do try to to go after other stuffs, but it's just too big to not acknowledge. Yeah, like this is this is the this is back to back shows now where we were going to talk about Pat watching wrestling for the you know, kind of on the regular. Because um, it's Royal Rumble season, baby. I got to get caught up. And uh, I, I actually, I'll take responsibility because Vince McMahon didn't come back until after I started watching wrestling again. So this is all my fault. It is. I'm the one who pushed fault. the ratings too far. Listen to this post that someone said. This is just crazy. Weeks ago, WWE was telling talent and media that the board would never allow Vince McMahon to come back. Days ago, WWE told the talent and the media that Vince McMahon is coming back but management would stay the same. Today, a CEO quit slash fired and WWE are saying the booker will stay the same. Right. That's that's not true. And then this one, sources. The shit is about to hit the fan is what has been best described to me as what's about to happen in WWE. Yeah, this is uh, this is the NEWZ Z's time to shine. Yeah. Have fun. Have fun with it. We will. So, all right. Patrick O'Dowd. All right, man. We're going to call it a show. 
We appreciate everybody listening. Like I said, we will entertain you. Maybe it'll be time to finally do the Triple H series. Maybe we will jump in <laughs> and cover old stuff on the network. Wrestling, we should we should, we should start the Triple H series the day sure. he quits. Ooh, that'd be good. That'd be good. This is the great thing about professional wrestling and the history and how it's all documented and chronicled, thanks to Peacock and the WWE Network, is it truly is the gift that keeps on giving. If the business ceased to exist today, which, by the way, would really suck, especially for me, um, but for a lot of us, we have so much that that's in in the arrears that we can watch and talk about and lament and love that that there's so much we can do. So it sounds, it sucks that we have to put it that way. That like, hey, at least we got all the old stuff if we really, truly need it. But we do have the old stuff if we really, truly need it. We will, you know, we will definitely pull that if we have to and we will enjoy it. But until then, we thank you for listening. All I can guarantee you about the world of professional wrestling is that we will be back next week to talk about something on this program. And, and my promise to you, the listener, is that we will find some way, whether it's, it's, it's the second half of the show in the list or whether it's the whole show, who knows. We will have some fun. We will talk about something fun in the world of professional wrestling next week. So tune in. It'll be a good time. But until then, always use your head. Acknowledge me! Shut your dumb mouth! Dean fucking Ambrose. You just made the list! TheChairShot.com. Always use your head. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 455 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. 96% of Grammarly users say that it helps them craft more impactful writing. Would you agree? Grammarly helped adjust my tone to navigate tough work conversations. And it works everywhere I write, so I can quickly communicate effectively. Your teammate used Grammarly to summarize an important document, making a three-pointer. How did he do it? It only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. You made an incredible slam dunk to end the game. The meeting was canceled, and your team will go home champions. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.